The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge, a more marketing training and toolset company. On this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of Nirvana. You can find other show notes and information about our guests on CertifiedKnowledge.org. In today's show, we're going to speak with Craig Danieloff. I've known Craig for a few years when he was building a really good bid management system. And what was great about him was his attention to really small details and especially the data and how the data fills in the details. Has given him insight into a lot of ways that Google functions and, and how Google thinks about AdWords, including quality score. And so Craig really should be known as one of the, the gurus of quality score. In fact, he's recently published a book on quality score called Quality Score and High Resolution after doing a lot of research, testing, and interviewing many Googlers. So welcome, Craig. Hey, Brad. So it's good to have you finally on the show. Um, we've talked quality score uh, in depth many times over the years. And, and so we're really going to kind of just dig into quality score and your book on this show. So um, first off, just to make sure everyone understands what quality score is, can you give us just sort of like a brief introduction on quality score? Sure. Uh, well, the, the way I've come to think of it is that quality score is Google's attempt to predict how well an individual keyword is going to do in the future based on how the keyword and many other variables in your account has done in the past, and what they're what they're trying to do is sort of manage the interests of three parties. They're trying to make the most money for Google. We can get that right out there. You know, Quality Score is definitely a uh, revenue maximization algorithm in many ways, but they're also trying to make sure that the advertiser is as successful as possible. That they advertise on keywords that are likely to drive clicks and ultimately revenue for them. Um, and they do that by, what I, the way I think of it is that they're encouraging you to advertise by giving you a good quality score, and they're discouraging you when they give you a poor quality score, which is, as we can talk about, a message many people don't, don't uh, get or take to heart. And the third thing they're trying to do is make sure, uh, through that other mechanism, in fact, that people who search have a good experience on Google. So they're trying to, again, discourage bad advertisers, show their ads less, give them lower rankings um, so they're less visible, and they're trying to give advertisers, um, I mean, searchers, better access to people who satisfy them. And ultimately, 
as, as we, will, we will find all kinds of complex ways to say this, but ultimately it's a measure of what gets clicks because clicks make money for Google, clicks provide uh, prospects and maybe customers for advertisers, and clicks suggest that users are finding what they were looking for. Uh, so it's a scoring system, and it's a scoring system designed to uh, you know, um, help everybody you know, do, do better at the things they're trying to achieve and stop doing the things that they want to avoid. Okay, so you touched on this briefly. You, you said that um, you know, poor advertisers, advertisers low quality scores, you know, won't be shown more often, and, and having a high, lower ad rank and so forth. You know, why, wh- why should people care about quality score? I mean, what does it really do for your accounts or your keywords? Sure. Well, the, the simple answer is you need to care about quality score because it is deciding if your ads get shown where they're positioned and how much you pay. So if you're advertising, you have to obviously care about, you know, reach, position, and your cost. And whether you pay attention to it or not, quality score is driving those three things. And so, you know, I was actually someone who for a long time didn't pay a lot of attention to quality score just because you know, we had guys in uh, our office who were really very, you know, focused on it and sort of obsessed, I thought. And it just seemed to me that it would take care of itself, you know, that if you sort of generally did the right things, why worry about it? Um, and I later came to change my opinion dramatically and think that, um, you know, it's probably the most important variable. There's a lot of elements that are important. I've gone on record a lot of times in saying that it's, I think it's way more important than bidding, which gets a lot of talk and attention. And, you know, as you know, the whole sector is often called bid management and, um, you know, Bid's a number that's been easy for people to understand, and so it's easy to talk about, and it's, you know, higher is one direction and lower is another and so forth, but, um, you know, you got to pay attention because it's driving your success. I guess I'd put it that way. Yeah, in fact, um, I, I think you all often call it the bozo factor. You know, those who basically don't pay attention or don't have a good quality score end up paying for, for bad stuff. Um, I was kind of like, like that term, the bozo factor for quality score. It, uh, yeah, well, the, bo- the bozo, the way I, the book talks about the bozo factor is is um, specifically people who are, you know, um, trying to advertise with less than, let's say, uh, you know, good intentions, and in other words, they're trying to scam Google. You know, they're 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 trying to you know arbitrage clicks or do whatever, or they're just crappy advertisers. They're just buying too many keywords in broad match, everything they can think of, and they're sort of polluting the system, um, and so. One thing Quality Score does for Google and really for for uh, searchers is that if you're bad at this, if you're not a well-trained, you know, thoughtful, understand the system advertiser, um, you're going to pay a high price, you know, dramatically higher price, and your ads are going to be shown far less. And you can compensate for the shown less by paying even more. But that's sort of the penalty that um, that the Bozo thing talks about. Yeah. So you you just finished the book on Quality Score. In fact, I've read. About half of it now. Um, it's usually my entertainment when I'm on a plane flight, which I guess tells you how much of a geek I am. But um, so about halfway through the book, but um, are, are any things you'd like to to share um, from the book explicitly, especially things that you know when you, Google's got their stated, you know, we use CTR relevance and um, or I, and landing page, and, and but they but Google help files are really meant for scratching the surface of let's give you information without giving you any details 
Um, when you write in the book, did you did you find uncover some stuff that you know is just good to know about quality score or other ways to think about it than just what Google help files say? Well, yeah, there's a lot, and that's why you know it, it, it t- the process took so long. You know, this started out as as me arrogantly thinking I could whip out ten blog posts and sort of calm the um, you know hysteria and, and clarify a lot of the typical quality score conversation that goes on on the internet. And uh, you know, I did a bunch of blog posts over two years ago now on it, and as I dug in, went to read those help files that you talked about, and they do, you know, they are expertly written to. They're never untrue, but they really, you know, and and they they're sort of satisfying in a way. I mean, they feel like they told you something, but if you think about it and really, um, you know, try to understand what's there, there's a lot of additional questions come to mind. And as I tried to dig in and figure out those additional questions, I really figured out or was was confronted with how big the subject was and how hard the real questions were to to solve and you know you and I on the on the conference circuit have talked about a lot of these things and there was things that you know guys like you who you know I think you know more about Edwards than literally anybody I know you know you didn't have access to those details and a lot of the other you know people we're friends with who know a lot about quality score couldn't quite nail down how a lot of this stuff worked um, and so that was the the uh, you know thing that spurred me to keep going and turn the blog series into a real book that which took a long time. Um, you know, to answer the question, you know, the devil's in the details. So the little descriptions we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, are completely true, and it's 99% click through rate. It, you know, it really is. Um, there's some penalties that um, you know. Uh, counterbalance click-through rate if you have them. Um, and so, you know, you mentioned landing pages, and that's a big one that gets talked about. Um, so, you know, one sort of clarification for people who haven't, you know, read a ton about this or, or maybe read a little and get the wrong impression is that land, the role landing pages have in quality score. And landing pages are a possible uh, penalty, as I call it. Google doesn't use that word, but they're a negative. But they really can't help. So, in other words, if you've got a quality score and it says, um, you know, okay in the little that thought bubble that shows up next to the keyword in, in the AdWords interface, um, if all your landing pages are okay, you can't make them better. Um, landing pages, you know, Google doesn't want people to have a bad experience, and mostly, and they've recently in the last two three months actually clarified this a lot, um, in that landing pages can be bad based on either user experience which is like super slow or all those kind of things, or, or lots of advertisements, you know, a page filled with 10 uh, uh, AdWords ads, or um, what they now call policy violations, which used to be lumped in, and that's all the scammy stuff like you know, viruses or um, you know, asking for you know, requiring logins or the big long list of bad things that people, generally the, the bozos tend to do. Um, so, you know, one, one thing that helps people, I think, quickly get more comfortable about, you know, some of the quality score management issues is if your landing pages are okay, if you're, generally if you're not a bad actor, as, as I call them, or you don't live in a bad neighborhood, which is if you're in a business and you might be a good guy, but if lots of your competitors are not, then you're going to have a hard time with quality score. So if you're doing, you know, financial services, medical issues, almost anything in lead gen, where there's lots of folks pushing the envelope, you know, building landing pages, um, you know, flying in and out of markets, um, potentially doing, 
you know, risky things to customers. It's hard to get a good quality score in that space because Google just is more suspect of everybody. And it can be very difficult if you actually are a you know, legitimate brand or advertiser to prove yourself in that space. Yeah, that, that may be one of my biggest frustrations with Google is when true legitimate companies just happen to be in a space that became scammy, trying to deal with landing page issues and some other things. Um, so real quick, let's take a, a break, let our sponsor speak for a moment, and then we will continue to talk to Craig about Quality Score. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show. Today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma, space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your Internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So we're back talking quality score with Craig, um, the author of Quality Score and High Resolution. And, and Gre- Craig just made actually a fantastic point of what's a page is good, you can't fix it for quality score. You fix it for, for conversion reasons and so forth. Now, when you were doing this book, you, you actually had to talk to Google um, uh, quite a bit uh, about this. You know, how was it trying to get information um, from the people you're dealing with on the quality score teams? Um. You know, ultimately, it was great. There was certainly plenty of, um, um, you know, logistical issues, let's just say. You know, they're, they're busy folks, and sometimes it was hard to get to them. But uh, when I did uh, speak with them, 
And uh, Frederick Valles of Google was uh, you know, someone I've known you know, from the market for a couple of years, and I was very far along. I mean, I had a you know, couple inches of manuscript at uh, one of the SMXs, and I sat down with him and said, you know, look, I'm, I've been working on this for a while. Um, I really want to get it right. There's, you know, everything is not clear based on the public information, and so would you and Google be willing to help me to get it right, basically? I don't want to contribute to the misinformation in the marketplace. And he was, you know, really enthusiastic about it and really helpful. Um, over time, Frederick did a bunch of phone calls with me. Um, other folks on his team and in, in the Ads Quality uh, group helped out. There was, you know, emails back and forth. Uh, they, I wrote some blog posts that had some errors in it, and I've did a correcting series of blog posts on the Click Equations blog later about it. So, um, you know, ultimately they came through. Um, you know, there, there was some chasing in there for sure, but um, there was there was there was very few questions. I mean, very very few questions that they did not answer, um, and uh, so that was that was super helpful. So, I mean, them being transparent is great because I know when I deal with Google, either it's a great experience or I want to pull my hair out. It's usually one of the two, um, and it kind of goes back right. and forth. But often, you know, what they don't tell you is just as important as what they do tell you. You know, so what 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 do they not want to answer? Um, it was pretty specific things. Like you know, one of the things that interests me, and this is a little bit in the weeds, but is the you know the history of the performance of the account and of any keyword. You know, CTR history is a factor that's described as influential on quality score, but. You know, we don't know the decay rate. In other words, we don't know is is last week really important, but last month barely matters, or is the last three months really important and last year doesn't matter, or you know, which data mm -hmm. matters? Is yesterday, if it's a big volume day, does that wipe out everything that happened before? So they wouldn't talk about that, for example. You know, when what they tend to do in a lot of cases is they tell you a bunch of, as I said before, they tell you information, and it sounds like a lot, but if you think about it, there's one key important piece missing. And that one's a good example. So they tell you history matters, which tells you, you know, that is useful to know, right? It means you don't have crappy keywords sitting in your account, um, you know, for a long time, because the whole account can get a, you know, a bad, have a bad account history. Um, and individual keywords, if they're doing bad, and you let them be bad for a long time, that's not a good idea. But it doesn't, you know, so it's good general guidance, but it's not specific and actionable in a lot of ways. How long is too long? How bad is bad? If I can turn it around, you know, if, if someone had broad match keywords and very generic text ad copy in my account before I managed it, you know, the, 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 the idiot who did it before, the person who came in is now knowledgeable. Um, if they turn it around, you know, it'd be nice to know that after two months of solid performance, the old guy is no longer dragging me down. But there's really no way to know that. And so, so what's your what's your best guess? I mean, this is one of those that I think you know I've speculated a bit on this, but what do you <clears throat> what do you think is the length of time it, it lives for? You know, from their description of the whole process, I think it's not very long. I, well, let me put one disclaimer on this that that I think helps um, everybody either understand quality score or at least not pull your hair out. I do not believe there's one answer to almost anything here, meaning I think that there's all kinds of situations. There's forks in the road in the formula, 
right? Mm-hmm. So depending on what they've seen in your account and what has happened and maybe what marketplace you're in, I think it makes different decisions. Um, you know, in terms of the general, you know, bad history, you, you and I have both seen accounts that there are no, no keywords, you know, above seven and maybe even no sevens. In other words, the huge preponderance of them are, you know, fives and fours and threes. And you can have your brand keyword getting a, you know, a pretty good click rate and not even get a seven or an eight or, you know, seven or better. That tells you pretty clearly the account history or something is dragging you down. And yep. you can go create a brand new Google account, move the brand keyword, and get a seven tomorrow and probably a 10 in three days. The account and the history was dragging you down. If you've got an account where 50 to 70% of your scores are seven and above, history is not hurting very much because you couldn't have that result if you did. I go into this at great length in the book and talk about the idea of, of distributions and overall pictures of your quality score of all the keywords in the account, not just single keywords, as a, as a guidepost to uh, you know, identifying both where you've been and what you need to do next. So, you know, so on one hand, I think if you get a high click-through rate for a short period of time, right, they want to use the best clues they have. And this is another reason I don't think there's one answer to a lot of questions. It's an adaptive formula. If you're a brand-new account with a brand-new keyword, boy, they're going to look at a whole bunch of things. If you have a keyword that's getting thousands of impressions a day, they don't need to look at anything except that exact keyword and text ad pair, and that's going to be 99% of the weighting. I don't know why this happens necessarily, but sometimes I'll see, actually usually I'll see, that if you just throw you know, 10,000 new keywords in an account, you're not going to do well. But if you throw in your brand terms for two weeks and you get a great click-through rate and then you throw in your um, exact match terms on your products or, or very specific services and they'll, they'll do not as high CTRs, but they'll still do decently – and then after a month, you throw in some of your more general keywords that the account long term seems to do better than if you just tossed it all in on day one. Now, have you seen which, – which to me suggests that that account history plays a role for more than just you know e- even a month or two. Have you seen that kind of thing with, with some of the, the accounts you've looked at? Yeah, absolutely. Um and and exactly what you just said is you know completely what I recommend. And the way I would explain it is um, that there's a there's a there's a sort of a, the weighting of importance shifts from the account you know to the keyword. So you know everything's a reputation system, which is the way you know uh, you talk about the you know it's talked about on the organic side, right? They don't know you who you are. You walk in. You throw 10,000 keywords in. They don't trust, you know, you, the metaphorical account, and they just they just clamp down on the whole thing. If you introduce yourself slowly, you put your brand in, you lead with your best stuff, you get a high click-through rate, um, you let it go for you know a couple weeks is what they recommend. And I did ask Frederick about this several times. You know, it's usually sort of a thousand impressions is um, you know sort of the suggested milestone you know and most keywords given the diversity of you know stemming and stuff takes a while to get a thousand impressions but you leave it a, a couple weeks and you get your solid sevens or higher and now you've said okay i'm not a you know bozo i'm doing a good job i'm getting a good click-through rate um everything looks good and then you branch out and what they recommended was and this is uh you know go through this whole process in the book is that you basically double your impression count as you grow so if my brand keywords get let's say 50,000 impressions in two weeks, whatever it is, I can now put in 
another 50,000 impressions worth of keywords. Um, add those. Let that settle. Let those get good quality scores. You know, I should get sevens or higher. One of the cases I make very strongly in the book is to be very harsh about allowing, you know, below six, certainly. I mean, five or worse should probably not be in your account unless you have a, a good reason. There are good reasons, and if they exist in for any substantial length of time, I'd probably create a second Google account and move them over there. But in any case, now I've got 100,000 impressions running. Now I can put another 100,000 impressions worth, and then I can put 200,000 impressions worth. So you're geometrically growing. It doesn't take years to build a big account. Um, but you're proving as you go, right? So now weeks and weeks, months are going by. You've shown Google for months in a row. I get a good click-through rate. When I introduced a new set of keywords, they do well. And it, it just makes sense. Then you know, we we opened a large Fortune 500 account years ago, not knowing all this, and we dumped millions, literally, in multiple accounts of keywords in. We got, you know, quality scores one or two, whatever you get back in the day, maybe three or four. We paid $10 a click for keywords that later cost seven cents. Yep. I mean, we had to because you remember that was the old days when they would say, you know, not eligible unless you raise the bid. Yes, those so, were those were not fun days and, and the whole disabling and so forth. So let's take a, a one last break, let our sponsors speak, and then we will wrap up a quality score with Craig. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. Only on webmasterradio.fm. All right. So we're, we're talking close with Craig, and 
Before we, we show how to get this book, I want to ask Craig one last question. If there is just, say, two things you look at uh, to try to improve your quality score, assuming it's on a landing page, what would you look at first and second? Well, I think it all comes down to click-through rate, and click-through rate is driven by you know, a clarity of, um, of matching what the searcher is looking for and what you're offering them, which means the keyword and the search queries that that keyword is attracting. So I'm going to pick keywords that are really relevant, not gen- generic to my subject. And as you, as you get more generic, your chance of getting a good quality score um, reduces for a bunch of reasons that I go into in the book. Um, and making sure that I know exactly which queries are driving to that keyword, and I'm watching the queries over time, and I'm splitting the keywords apart, and I'm adding more negatives, and then I'm looking at the text ad copy. I mean, if I had one sentence to answer that, I would say write better ads. (laughs) The average paid search account spends vastly too little time writing text ads, and then obviously if you're going to write text ads that are directly related to the queries, well, if a whole bunch of keywords are in one ad group, each keyword attracts a bunch of queries. Each query is slightly different. There's a different text ad that answers that question most specifically. I have to break keywords down into multiple ad groups. So as I've you know, recommended in my ebook earlier that I wrote called uh, 21 Secrets of High Resolution PPC, right? every search is a question, every ad is an answer. You want to narrow cast. And if I work from the text ad backwards instead of the keyword forwards, I can get a lot better um, match, and then I get a better, better click-through rate. Um, and so, in, in essence, it's looking from the customer's point of view. Whatever, what are they looking for specifically? Customers don't look you know, for Ford cars. They look for a, a model and a brand and a, you know, features and a price and a whole bunch of things, and maybe they're shopping for price, or maybe they're looking at features and performance, and maybe they're in comparison. And all those types of keywords or, or words are used in the query, those kind of intent words can be uh, you know, divined via the keywords they're matched to, and then you can write a text ad that that is interesting to them. And if it's interesting and persuasive and compelling, it'll get clicked on. And ultimately, if you do all that, which is not about quality score, it's not about gaming the system, if you just do what's best for the customer, you do get a good quality score, but it does help to understand what's being measured. Perfect. Now, that's exactly um, – I wouldn't use quite those words, but that's – Overall, what I would say, um, and this is not, it, this is not difficult to do. Well, writing a good ad copy might be. The organization isn't difficult, but it is time consuming. No one should lie and say to you that oh, making an AdWords account takes ten minutes and you'll be up and running. It, it, the organization is really the time sink in in paid search accounts. So, Craig, that was fantastic. Thank you. Um, you do have a book. Where can we get a copy of your book? Uh, the easiest. Way is probably on Amazon.com. Uh, just search for quality score, and it's not a crowded field. I'm, I'm actually the only book. Um, there's some one or two other things will come up, but uh, quality score and high resolution. It's on Amazon, and that's the easiest place for people to get it. Excellent. Um, and you also you have a high resolution PPC.com also has uh, that information on the book as well. Correct. Yeah, people can go there to uh, highresolutionppc.com and see uh, a breakdown of the chapters. There's um, a lot of background information. There's links to dozens of quality score blog posts uh, that I've written over time and uh, you know, testimonials from lots of readers so people can uh, get that feedback before they decide to buy. 
Excellent. Well, Craig, thank you very much. That was excellent. Um, and I appreciate you being on the show. Sure, bro. Great to be here. Thanks a lot. So a new episodes of Mark and Nirvana can be found on Monday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can find the archives of our past episodes at webmasterradio.fm or on iTunes. <laughs>